Before we start the show this week, I just wanted to ask you to please get vaccinated. 95% of physicians in the U.S. are vaccinated. 100% of living U.S. presidents are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 100% of Republican governors and 100% of Democratic governors are all vaccinated. The CEO of Pfizer is fully vaccinated. On the flip side of that, over 95% of people who have been admitted to a hospital for COVID symptoms and people who have died from COVID in the past month weren't vaccinated. And this new variant is killing young and healthy people at an alarming rate. By not getting vaccinated, you are allowing this virus to mutate, making it harder and harder to treat and prevent. Now, I know that if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, I'm probably not going to change your mind. But it has recently come to my attention that a few people that I trusted to do their own research and make positive decisions to protect the people around them aren't vaccinated. The vaccine wasn't rushed. It isn't making women infertile. It isn't killing anyone. If you've chosen to not get vaccinated, please, 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 please reconsider. If you just haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're unsure, please reach out to us via email, Twitter, Instagram, or however you like. And I would be so, so, so happy to provide you with some credible information from reliable sources to help you make your decision. Seriously, it would absolutely make my day. Am I biased? Yes. But I made my decision with the help of credible information, and I'd like to help you do the same. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I felt like there was any chance it would hurt me or my family in any way. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. Please let this be the rest of the show. It's just that you slowly slurping tea. Is it tea? Of Am course I right? it's tea. Of course it's tea. You're a classy gentleman. You don't drink coffee like some sort of... Like a peasant? Like a fucking groundling? I'm trying something new for our, our patrons. Sobriety? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny, but for our patrons, <laughs> for certain patrons, because uh, if you're if you select the, a certain tier, yeah, the video tier, which is the let's get intimate tier, so you get to see. Ooh, the, I think that that's what it's called. Is that what that it's is called? what it's called? Let's get intimate. That's sexy. If you pledge a certain amount, you get to see video of every episode unedited, and it's got graphics, and you can see our faces and everything. It's uh, it's filmed of us. Doing what we do best and also making a podcast. And what I am trying to do is I actually put my ring light around like it's it's centered in front of my monitor. Yes. So I'm I'm better lit. I think you are better lit. I am. But I cannot see my screen. (laughs) So I got to figure that out. And here's the other thing. You're better lit. And now that I see you better lit, I don't like it. Yeah. Not only am I better lit, I'm also lit. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Christmas is damn near upon us. Actually, by the time this comes out, Christmas has passed. So it's Merry already Christmas, upon everybody. you. It's damn near upon the two of us. Yes. It's upon and past you. And it's upon and inside of me. I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Just... I popped an Excedrin just for the energy. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Oh, living on the edge. <laughs> my God, between the tea and the Excedrin, how are we going to contain you this episode? Oh, my God, man. Yeah. You'll be happy to know. I offic- I haven't technically applied, but I, I applied for the ability to apply for equity. I was like, you don't have to apply to AA. I think they just take you. <laughs> you applied for the ability to apply for equity? Yeah. Okay. They're going to send me an application. Well. What a bunch of pompous assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to apply for an application. Yeah. What a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. But that's great. Good for you. Yeah, so I, I might be joining a union soon. Oh, what made me say that is that um, I started working out for the first time in six months, and I nearly died. No, no, there was that time you had that thing in your eye, and so you worked out to so that you would make you shower so that it would get it out. <laughs> I did forget about that. I remember that. Thank you for reminding me. No problem. Didn't make this one any easier. No, it never does. No. How do, so it feels good? No, I feel like shit. Yeah, you feel nice and rusty and achy. But if I'm going to be cast in a Broadway theatrical production... I got to get jacked. I got to get cut. I got to get <laughs> Here's the thing. There's two things you need in order to get super jacked. You got to work out a lot and you have mm-hmm. to increase your calorie intake. I've done one of those things. <laughs> Hi, 
everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break. Nope. Wait, am I going to back it up? Do I do it again? Or do I just keep going with it? Guess what? Guess what? I just keep on trucking. Oh, do it, man. Lunch Break. Bring you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat. Oh, man. This is a classic right and here. you're making jokes about me joining AA. Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> Bring you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. And sniff that I got now I can go, hey, how long does this last? Is this still good? What do you think? I tried it. I don't know if eggnog tastes good or not. It tastes like eggnog. It always tastes bad. I'll probably just drink it. My name is Chris Rebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. What goes into eggnog? Eggs. Nog. And a sprinkle of nutmeg. A Yule Nog? Yes. Um... Some sort of what it, it has some sort of liqueur in it, and I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's what, got alcohol of some kind, it, right? Yeah, let's look it up. Oh God, we got the time. What else are we going to do today? Is it like a Bailey's or something? Is it a liqueur? Is it a liquor? I think it's a liquor of some kind. I just wanted to say liqueur because it sounds so classy. Eggnog, historically known as milk punch oh. or an egg milk punch, and it's known as an egg milk punch. I've never heard that. Oh God! Oh, or an egg milk punch when alcoholic beverages are added as a rich, chilled, sweetened dairy beverage. Traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg yolks, and egg whites. Uh, distilled spirits such as brandy, rum, whiskey, or bourbon are often Ooh. a key ingredient. So you those can, are all very good choices. Those will all keep you nice and toasty. At Wait night. though. So the default is no alcohol. I think the default is no. I think you do automatic. No, I guess you could put no alcohol in it. Because it said like sometimes there's alcohol in it. Right. I was going to say, why in the world would you eat raw egg? Why would in the world would you drink eggnog and not feel the need to get drunk to get yourself to do it? I could see Rocky Balboa doing it. Well, yeah, he does it at Christmas time to get in shape to fight Apollo Creed. But everyone else, like if they were like, do you want to? drink eggnog i'd be like i'm gonna have to take a couple of shots of brandy (laughs) in order to get myself in gear for this and they're like oh don't even worry about it it's already in there and i'm like oh okay two birds one stone so basically does every recipe for eggnog just say take a bottle of brandy Mm -hmm. and ruin it yes pretty much eggnog (laughs) from what i can gather eggnog is the fear factor of christmas it's really what it is it's just a centuries-long dare that we all make with each other to see if we can drink this shit. Yeah. And in order to do it, we have to get a little drunk in order to like it's get a little up bit like cones. candy corn. It is. In that way. Yes. You have candy <laughs> corn at Halloween. And then like two months later, you have eggnog. Does, Thanksgiving doesn't have something like this, does see, it? See, I was going to say something, but I think people would disagree with me. A lot what? of people really like the, the cranberry the junk. cranberry sauce? Yeah. Sarah loves the cranberry sauce. That, like, sauce. cylindrical jello mold? She loves it. Yeah. The, like, ocean spray. I also don't like sweet potatoes, so when people bring out the sweet potato dessert, I'm not a big fan. With the marshmallows on yeah, top? Yeah, yeah, I like the marshmallows, but I'm not a big sweet potato fan. <laughs> don't yeah, like a lot figured. of vegetables in my dessert. <laughs> That's true. The same way you don't like a lot of produce in your brandy. <laughs> yeah. It fits. It fits. I I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't like like mass amounts of whole chickens in my alcohol. Yeah, I shouldn't be able to go to the liquor store and the grocery store in like one meal. That <laughs> meal. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, well, <laughs> for some of us. Because listen, if I'm drinking eggnog, let's be honest, I'm losing my appetite. I'm Do you not think you anything. could fry and scramble eggnog? I'm sure you could. Wait, but no. Because it's got too much other stuff. It's got like the sugar and everything like that. So I think there's too much content that you could fry and scramble it. Probably depends on the recipe. Because like you can put milk in eggs. Could you bake it though? If you added some sort of flour mix into the egg <laughs> Like into a quiche? Yeah. Could you bake it? Well, no. I mean, it's quiche. got, wait, it's got like egg. It's got egg, sugar, milk. So could you add a flour to it and then bake it like a cake? Could you make like an eggnog cupcake? I have had like whiskey cake. Let's take it to the internet, everyone. Oh Here we God. go. Oh, wait. Hold on. This actually came up. Eggnog cupcakes. Let's see. There is actually a recipe for eggnog cupcakes. Hot damn. Let's look what goes into it. Some white lady with a blog. Okay. Here we go. I don't want the fucking history of eggnog. I just want... I hate when I go on the internet for a recipe and it's like 80,000 pages of 
text. You know how you can prevent that? Don't cook. Go to the second page. This is a little known fact. The reason it comes up on the first page is because they put all that bullshit in there to help with the. I know why they do it. I don't care. I still don't like it. It helps with the search results. So just go to the second page and you'll get one that's just like eggs, liquor, more eggs, more liquor. Okay, so there's an eggnog cupcake. One cupcake? Yeah, just a single cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Who would want more than that? That's true. You you just want to make one to try it and then you go, this is not very good. Someone even said, does this make six? And she's like, who would ever want to eat that? (laughs) Okay, so there is a, a recipe for an eggnog cupcake, but... And it takes eggnog, but it also in the batter adds additional like butter and milk and sugar and everything like that. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, This is a fucking mystery here. Better people than we will figure this out. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Media Lunch Break, where we bring you your finest and eggnog related recipes. Join us next week for candy corn pie. (laughs) Should we get to the news? I've been sawing because to tell you the truth, I got like literally nothing oh i have so much there's so much good well i'm glad you worked out today because you're going to be carrying the show on your shoulders (laughs) let's do it i literally wait that's not the thing i wanted close porn hub i will not ever (laughs) ever ever do that (laughs) it's gonna be playing on my phone in my grave not now not ever (laughs) yeah i'm gonna it's gonna be fact about pornhub yes you go to the second page that's where the recipe is yeah the recipe for (laughs) eggnog is the thing about pornhub that people don't realize they go for (laughs) i go for the porn but i stay for the eggnog recipe i'll tell you though you know what's not on there what's that is the recipe for candy corn pie because that's on candy corn hub I can always count on you to get us out of a bit with a terrible joke. I can always count on you. Yeah, I literally have two stories, and I'll be I'll be honest with you. One of them, I'm not even that thrilled about. I was going to say, is one like, of them one that I texted you? Oh, shit. That's the other one I was going to do. No, it's not. Do you have that one? I have that one, Okay, yes. good. That's, I was like, I know there's another one, and it's the one you texted me. I was so positive you were going to do that one that I prepared four stories. No, I totally forgot about it. I literally went on today and looked around and I was like, there's got to be more than what I've got. And I couldn't find anything. Oh, by the way, by the time this comes out, I will have, but I have not yet. Have you seen Spider-Man? No, I'm watching it the day after Christmas. So uh, when you listen to this, I've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah, I think I'm going to go tomorrow night. I've been, I've been, I have gone internet blackout. Me too. All right. I think that's one of the reasons I have so few stories is because I've been slowly scrolling. My dude. Just anytime I see a picture of Tom Holland, I just quickly yep. scroll past <laughs> the it. Same. It's like every page has like four things about yeah. Spider-Man. And I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Please. No. Because here's the other thing that, I, that I, I can't stand is that like it came out on Friday and I was resigned. I was like, well, five minutes have gone past and I haven't seen it. So now I have to go off the Internet. Yep. And then I'm like, well, I might as well not even bother to try see it this weekend, because what's the fucking difference at this point? Like, if I can't go on the Internet now, I'm not going to be able to go on the Internet for the rest of the of my life. <laughs> so I might as well not rush out. Well, you know, they make extensions for your browser where you can put in words that if there's if it's on there, it just like blacks them out. Does it really? Yeah. I don't know if it works for like like Tom Holland. I'm not sure how it works because I know you can get it for like, well, for Spider-Man you could put or Tom. You can put it for multiple things. I used it when um, The Force Awakens first came out and I just blacked out posts about Star Wars. So if you want to go on, you don't really go on Facebook. That's the hard thing. I know it works on Facebook and it'll just like not show you the post if it says Tom Holland or Spider-Man. If you put those words. Oh, in. really? I think it's made for people with like trauma and oh, like yeah, you know if you have yeah. like triggers that <laughs> yeah, like set you, you off or whatever star wars right. <laughs> it's valuable you know. tool to help people you know yeah. how it goes right you know that's that's on my, the same level listen, i feel like it's my own trauma that's right yes you he's like don't you judge my trauma my trauma is my trauma all right <laughs> someone's gonna tweet us about that <laughs> let's see I feel like I almost feel like you should be allowed to go first this time since you have so All many. Right, Chris, I got a little bit of everything. I got a little Marvel. I don't like how easily you're getting into this bit like you were expecting me to be, let you do this. What bit? Which is I'm, I'm just telling this. you about what I have. All right. All right. You can choose whatever you want. I have a little Marvel. I have a little DC. You know, uh, I, I think those are that's pretty much all i have if you pick one of those i'll pick one of the stories that pertains to it that's this is an accurate impression of me uh let's see let's go 
Star Wars. Too bad. I want to talk about Cowboy Bebop. Oh, this was one I was going to do. I forgot to mark this down. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you got it. Chris, have you ever made something that you thought was really great only to show it to someone who told you that it was actually the biggest steaming pile of gopher shit to ever spew from the depths of hell, and that it was so vile, so rank, that it wasn't even suitable for compost because the stench alone would expel any foliage or wildlife from the tri-state area? Every time we make an episode, you text me this the next day. (laughs) Anyway, Cowboy Bebop isn't getting a second season. Nope, not in the slightest. So showrunner Andre Nemec had previously said in an interview, quote, I got big plans for season two. We definitely know where we want to go, and I'm excited to get to tell these stories. Fingers crossed that we get more Cowboy Bebop. So here's my question to you, Chris. Was Cowboy Bebop the fire island of live-action anime adaptations? (laughs) I think probably. This is, here's the thing, you know... This was terrible. So why are we surprised that it got canceled? Well, I was surprised because it sounded like it was greenlit before right after it came out. Everyone involved with it was talking about the second season. And here's what we're going to do. And we're so confident. And and I was like, I mean, they would know, but I guess they fucking didn't. No, but that's the thing is that I think they talk positively. I because here's the thing. One, they don't really Netflix never tells anybody how they do anything. And I think that even includes the people who make the stuff. They don't really tell them how they judge like what a success is, except if you're Red Notice. And then you were literally <laughs> the most widely seen piece of media yeah. ever to be put out into the world. Well, that's the thing, too, though, is that Cowboy Bebop did have a lot of views. A lot it of did people have a lot watched of views. it. Yeah. I, and that's the thing is that I'm not really sh- here's the thing. A lot of people watched it, but I don't know how many people got through it. Because they clock, Netflix has that they do clock not only like how many episodes you watch, but they they clock where in the episode you get to. So if you watch three minutes, you know, if you're it's easier to to talk about as far as like a movie like Red Notice, like they can clock how many people watch the first 15 minutes of Red Notice compared to the first hour compared to all the way through. And then they judge if that's a success or not. Well, and probably with a series as well, they can tell how many episodes episodes and how far into the episodes did you get? Like for me, I watched, I think the first, what did I tell you? Three episodes or something? Yeah, something like that. But the other thing is like, for some of that episode, for the third episode, I think I was like, I kind of skimmed through it. Like, I was like, okay, I get this. And then I With the it. Defenders, there was an episode that took me three tries because I kept falling asleep. Right, exactly. And they can clock like, okay, they repeat. They get really specific with it. So a lot of people viewed it. Be, and you can tell because the internet, the internet was all over it. But that doesn't mean that, A, they watched it all the way through. And then also they do pay attention to word of mouth because this is this is really their bread and butter. They can't fall back on ticket sales. Yeah. So I think the other thing that the filmmakers were trying to do is you put it out there and try and put it positively so more people just start going to it. You just want positive word of mouth any way that you can get it. And then... It, then the algorithm that is Netflix goes, oh, well, people like this and we'll give it a second season. But nobody likes this. I mean, am I disappointed that it's canceled? Be- no, I'm trying to even like make an argument that I'm disappointed in for something about this being canceled. But I'm not. I'm like, we could have gotten some really original Cowboy Bebop stories that the live action show could have done that that the animated show didn't. But they didn't even bother. So why would I think they would do it for the second yeah, season? If I had heard the showrunner be like, we've listened to the fans. We know what the issues were. We're going to work on fixing those for the second season. And if they spelled out exactly what those issues were, like we're going to try to make these characters a little bit closer to the story. We're going to try to change this a little bit. Yeah. Then maybe. But uh, I still wouldn't be like heartbroken finding out it got canceled. Right. By my estimations, it would have taken at least three seasons for them to hit like an original sh- show and original yeah, episode. I mean, as a reminder, they really only got to the fifth episode of the anime. Right. And that's what I mean. They they had a lot more material to work with. And again, with this, I would have been when the show came out, I was like, what I would love 
is do a couple. If you do a few of the animated episodes in a live action form, that's fine. And then do sprinkle it in with a couple other ones that are original so that you get kind of like a best of the both worlds. But they didn't. Yeah. And so they there's no reason to think that the second season would have been any different. And they would have run out of material by the end of the second season, maybe into the third. And then they would have had to come up with something original. And that would have been interesting to see, but I don't want to wait around that long. I don't want to dig through two seasons of this. A lot of people have been saying as well that it's a shame that the young woman playing Ed, this is the first film or TV, this is the first filmed thing on her credits list on IMDb. So a lot of people have been saying it's sort of a shame that she didn't get to uh, do something great. No, (laughs) I mean, the cast was, yeah, I mean, listen, but I mean, if you look at the first credits on a lot of people's IMDb, it's some real I said that shit. Well, Melinda there. said that to me, and I was like, "To be fair, I don't really have anything. Like, if my first credit was a failed Netflix Netflix show adaptation, yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty like fair. a failed enormous budget film with like John Cho and a bunch of other celebrities. Great. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I'll take that yeah. any day. The way she- she'll get picked up for something else. Yeah, absolutely. Because people loved her. You know, no one had a problem with her. Sorry, I just don't like how my mic is. Did you hear who I was? Who did I say? The woman who played Faye Valentine? Ed. Oh, Ed? Yeah. Oh. The woman who played Faye has a lot of credits. Sorry, I was also looking at what I'm doing, too. I'm, I'm multitasking here. When you said she was great, I was like, what? I thought you said, I'm sorry, I blanked out for literally the time you said, like, the name of the character and then came back in again. And I was like, I think I think through context clues, I got who you're talking about. Ed, the, the spoiler for Netflix, the post credit scene is right. uh is ed well showing up. she was whatever she was but yeah. also again but in some ways that's even better for her like she's the post credit scene like yeah, no one's yeah. gonna remember that's gonna you know 10 years from now when she's picking up her fucking golden globe or whatever everyone's <laughs> gonna imdb her and be like she was in cowboy i don't even remember <laughs> yeah. what she was yeah. you know what i mean yeah. you and i are gonna bring up that youtube video and be like did you know she was in this <laughs> And not even remember that we're having this conversation yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Works are afoot at the CW, Andrew. Apparently, Gotham Knights, which is the new one of the new games that's going to be coming out pretty soon, is also about to be adapted into a CW show uh, oh. with the same team from Batwoman as well. Is that the game that's going to involve the owls and stuff? Yes, the Court of Owls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, uh, so the game and the series... Is basically in the wake of I'm just going to read right off the thing in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Bat. Oh no, this is slightly different with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the caped crusader. And as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names. Okay, so it's slightly different, but it is the same basic idea. Batman's dead. That's what it is. Whoa! Spoiler alert. I know, right? Although I will say this, actually, now that I reread that summary, I actually like this better than I like the video game. I'm kind of interested. It's almost like a Batman Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Led by, it sounds like Damien, because it says, uh, no, wait, did it say adopted son or rebellious son? Rebellious adopted son. Oh, so maybe it's Dick. Maybe it's Dick Grayson. Could be. Or Tim. Or it could be Jason. Aren't they or it could all be adopted? Anyone. I guess they're all. I guess it could be any of them. Except for Damien, because that's his real son. Oh, really? Yes, Damien Wayne uh. is his real son. The current Robin is his real son with Talia with Al Ghul. Nope, Talia Al Ghul. Oh. Yeah. I'll find some. I should find some. I should try reading comics sometime. Eh, you know, it's hit or miss. Take them or leave them. You know what? Actually, I should. I haven't gotten into some... Damien Wayne stuff with you. I should probably dig some, dig around for some of that for some reading. Wait, why? Why did Bruce name his son after Damon Wayne's? Well, he's a big fan of uh, of what of Lethal Weapon the series. <laughs> All right, he's got good. he's got Blank Man on Blu-ray. Oh my God, what a reference! Thank you, thank you. I I had to use the Lethal Weapon reference actually wow. as a filler to come up with another reference, and that That's was like, good. yeah, it was pretty good. Blank man like helped him out one time They're yeah. in the same universe. He loves Homie the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> I am both pleased and shocked. I came up with three Damon Wayans references in such a short span of time. Is he the one in the new girl? Nope, that's Damon Wayans Jr. It's his name though. So it would still work. Well, sure. Okay. 
But they're two different people. I don't think that's true. We've had this discussion before. We definitely have had this discussion between Damon Wayans Jr. and Damon Wayans, if they're the same person or not. So is he Damon Wayans Sr. now? No, he's just Damon Wayans. I don't think... Well, I guess technically you would call him Sr. But he doesn't go by Damon Wayans Sr. Is it Jr. or is it Damon Wayans second? It's Jr. This is Jr. Let's not get into this conversation again but it's definitely junior do you have anything else you wanted to say about this show just based on that kind of like blurb is this something that could actually interest you the idea of like a bunch of batman enemies having to fight for i don't know justice or something (laughs) i petered off at the end i will i will grant you i didn't do it any favors to be completely honest i feel like dc is just pointing like a tv series shotgun at my face and just like pumping and pulling the trigger over and over again. Yes. And I feel a little bit like, okay, I, enough, enough. I'm already dead. Like, I, right. I don't know how many more shows I can take. Yeah. It sounds fine, I guess, but this on top of fucking Gotham Detective Magnum P.I. or whatever they're doing, I, and then like Colin Farrell. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Colin Farrell putzing around yeah. in his fat outfit or whatever he's doing. And like, every, like I, and all the CW shows, I'm still trying to catch up on The Flash. Are you still doing that? Are you still yes. with it? Wow. It sucks. What season are we on? We just watched the first episode of season five. Wow. Just that? Because you were just on season four the last time I talked to you, wasn't it? Weren't you? Yeah, it took a long time. It's not good. Oh, and that's right. There's 24 episodes. I forgot. Oh, my God. Every season. There's so By the way, many. I would, I'll tell you what. I was excited about the Penguin show with Colin Farrell, but I would be more excited about it if it's. Colin Farrell in the Penguin makeup in a Magnum P.I. shirt and baseball cap. With a little mustache? With a little mustache. Little mustache, red Hawaiian shirt, Detroit Tigers cap. But the musta- But unlike Tom Selleck, the mustache doesn't grow in, right? Like he's trying to look like Magnum P.I. What if it's a fake stash and it falls, it like peels every now and then? See, I like the idea that it, he grows a real stash, but it doesn't come in. It comes in really plotchy and like false mm. boss. And he, mm-hmm. but he thinks he's selling it. He thinks this is really working for him and none of his henchmen have the balls to just be like, it's really not good. Like, it's just every conversation he has with someone, they're just staring at this, the mustache like they can't fully concentrate. And they're just like, what is with the thing? Is it a mustache or is it just what is he trying to do with Eventually this? he shaves it off, but he sharpies one on. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. what? Nothing changed. It's fine. It's fine. This is how it's always been. Yeah. This is my mustache. Yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or he yeah, could yeah. do the re- the anti-mustache the reverse mustache which is just the abraham lincoln oh yeah just the chin strap yeah 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 or mutton chops actually i think he the penguin would look good chops. with mutton chops yeah. he could pull off mutton chops i don't think the penguins ever had mutton chops but he i'm surprised that they i haven't. bet he has oh well, there's only one way to find out to All the right. internet everyone i don't know why just going on the internet and googling things is a running bit now but we're just scraping the barrel i guess <laughs> The first thing that came up for mine was Keen's Steakhouse. Where's that? I don't know. Probably in Jersey. Where is it? Find out. Uh, oh, 36th Street, New York, New York. Ooh. Oh, wait. I've been here. <laughs> That's why. That's why it came up. <laughs> oh, it must have been that, that good. That's where I got drunk last week. Oh, right. That's right. Is that where you met your sponsor? You don't know what that is, do you? No, I'm just... I blacked out that night and I'm it's coming back to me. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. Good recovery. Thank you. Oh, I look Thank what I you did for, there. for saying that. <laughs> I, I <didn't>, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I just stumbled into an Andrew like pun. Yeah, much like I stumbled home that night. I'll be coming to you in a week to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> is that one of the steps? I think that's it one is. Of the steps. Eventually you gotta ask for forgiveness. Um, yeah. spoiler alert, you won't be getting it. Uh, um, hold on a second. Hang on. Let me. What, what's up? Okay. My baby is crying. And so um, I, I didn't get up to like check on him. I got up, I got up to just turn the monitor off because <laughs> I'm a good father. Uh, I'm a killer parent. Hold on. Let me. We might have to just pause for a second. Give me one second. Let's see. Don't shake your head at me. I don't need this shit. Chris. Don't talk to the audience. <laughs> don't talk on it. I'll talk on it. Talk whatever. I'll say whatever I want to. I'll say, why don't you do some more stuff? Why don't you? Why don't you work harder? Why don't you be a better dad, Chris? You know what? I retract that last one. People in glass houses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't even know what my kid's doing. 
Might be sleeping? I don't hear him. I'm a little jealous, to be honest. I wish I was sleeping. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, cough it up. Oh, it's a good hug. You know, it's a milestone when we have baby's first COVID test today. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got like a runny thing and so they were like let's just let's just see did they shove the thing up his nose yes they did oh buddy yeah i had to do that every day for a little while for a job that i worked on <laughs> oh really <It> sucked <laughs> whoa that was a mighty burp right there good job bud i'm getting my booster tomorrow i got mine i know you said that's it right la- i texted you well you said it on the show last week oh did i i couldn't remember oh man it kicked my ass Did you get the j and j no they don't have a j and j booster no What'd you get? The Pfizer. The good stuff. F. Yeah, the Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. They're all free. No, no, no. But the Pfizer is the good stuff, man. All right. Listen, if you get the Moderna, that's fine. There's no judgment here, but I am better than you. Do you know the Moderna is better to protect against the Omicron variant? No. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. Shut your mouth. You're just saying that. Are you getting the Moderna? No, I'm getting the the Pfizer. I figured I should get the same one I got before, which was Pfizer. And the Moderna one, they just redid it. So all the oh, ones coming out now. Then I do believe you. Okay. <laughs> because I'm not getting it. you were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How were the side effects? So the first time I got, when I got my initial vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the booster. No, hold on. I'm going to, I'm comparing <sighs> it. Chris, I don't want a story. Uh, about 24 hours, I was like, just for... I, it started to hit me. For which one? For the booster. I got the booster, and then what like, is, what hit you? How bad was it? Um, I was laid up for like eight hours. Like the day I after. had chills. Yeah, the day after, I had like chills Ugh. and like worn out and like achy. You know, uh, for the actually for a couple of days, like I got it here in this arm. And it ached for a couple of days. No matter what happens, 24 hours after I get my booster, I'm going to send you a text and call you a pussy. And it, there's a good chance I'm just going to be wrapped in a blanket shivering. <laughs> just cold sweating. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be like, this is nothing. It's not even you texting. It's Mel and you're yeah. just dictating. <laughs> and I'm like, can you please tell Chris he's weak? Like a child. <laughs> uh, you said some incoherent thing, and she's like, I think he said to say this, I guess. Chris? Yes? Mass only comes once a year. Oh, wait, sorry, I read that wrong. Chris, mass only comes once a year. <laughs> and this year, DC fans got an early present, because it was announced last week that Blue Beetle will now be coming to the big screen in 2023. Yay! Yay! The movie will now be released in movie theaters on August 18th, 2023. It will star Cobra Kai's Sholo Meriduena. Meriduena. You gave it your best on that one. I'll give you that. That one's right. I wrote it phonetically. I listened to interviews with Excellent. them, but it's Sholo Meriduena. Okay. And it will be directed by Angel Manuel Soto. I'm super excited about this. So I was going to ask you, because you actually... There were movies that you had the option to, like, I think DC, uh, the uh, Suicide Squad, right. you chose to watch on your television instead of the big screen when you had the option. Yes. Is this good or bad? I think this is really good. I mean, listen, if I have the option to go to a theater to see this, I would probably want to go to a theater to see this. I know you're a bigger fan of Blue Beetle than most. I really like the character. I grew up with one of the other iterations, with the, the Ted yeah, Cord yeah. iteration. But at the same time, I just love like a good deep cut. And I think that's one of the things that Marvel has done really well is like, let's take some of our deeper cut characters and just bring them out and give them a chance to shine. What is it about this franchise that makes you prefer to see this on a big screen, whereas something like the Suicide Squad, you didn't want to? Well, with this iteration of the character, it's like a mech suit. So I think kind of the special effects of it, I think it gives it a chance to really do something cool. But didn't you think the, the special effects in the Suicide Squad would be great? I thought they would be great, but that's like... I'm going into that knowing what I'm kind of what I'm going to see as far as like it's going to be guns and it's going to be explosions, it's going to be action sequences, lots of blood, lots of blood and that type of thing. This this is something different. This is kind of this could be something very cool. And I just and you've kind of talked about wanting to do this, too. There are things where I want to put my money where my mouth is. So, like, if I'm going to go out, is that drool or is that snot, dude? What's What's on my hand right now? Okay, cool. If I'm going to pay for something, I'm like, I want to show support for this. This is something that I 
again, like bring characters like this out. Don't give me more Superman and Batman. Not that they're not great and that I don't love seeing them on screen, but like there's a whole playground out there that you're not utilizing that you could. I want to put my money down and be like this more of this, please. And I think this is a cool character. I think Blue Beetle has always been one of those characters that in the comics, they always kind of acknowledge that he is underutilized and underappreciated. And if that's an aspect of that, they could bring to this. I think that would be really cool. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And he agrees. I mean, how much I know, you know, like next to nothing about this character. Only what you have told me or made me read, Uh, which I know it's a different, it's sort of a different character. Yeah. How much blue? Be- what have I made you read with? Oh, the Justice League. Yeah, thing. yeah, just stuff. Yeah, yeah. collaborative stuff. Nothing yes. of the Blue Beetle alone, but yeah, a couple things that had him in it. Oh, maybe that'll be another one too. I got to write all this yeah, shit yeah. down. Uh, I'm also excited to see this in theaters. I, hearing you talk about this character, and again, I know it's it's a different alias, right, right, a different version of the character, but. I'm very excited to see something like this on a big screen, especially a lesser known character. Right. Especially giving diversity more attention. That's the other thing, too. I'm yeah. very excited to see this on the big screen. Yeah. And I think that's what makes me more excited is like, again, Jaime Reyes as coming to the big screen as opposed to Ted Cord, as much as because he's my Blue Beetle and I grew up with him, as I'd love to see Ted Cord on the big screen. The idea of like, no, we're we're going to up the ante on this. Not only do we okay a Blue Beetle movie the, with the minority character, but now we were going to put it on streaming. We're going to up it even more and we're going to put our money where our mouth is and bet dollars that this is going to make some money. That this, we're going to put this in a theater and bet you that you're going to want to plop down 20 bucks to see this guy. I mean, it makes sense, too. I mean, you know, people did not expect how great like the first black MCU character. Right. They were not anticipating how big that was going to be to right. uh, to audiences. And in the same way, this is going to be our first, I think, our first MCU slash DCEU uh, Hispanic character. Yeah. As far as a lead in the movie, as far as his own movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tra- yeah, now I'm racking. You can see both of us racking our brains. Because we don't have Miles, as far as we know, we haven't seen the new we Spider-Man movie, it. but we don't have Miles Morales yet in the MCU. Right. As of recording, and America this. Chavez, America Chavez, not yet. But yeah. she's gonna. But it's a Doctor Strange movie, so it's not her right, own movie yet. Yeah, there's a very good chance she's probably gonna switch over to Disney Plus anyway, yes. because I think she's going to be part of the uh, the young whatever they do, Avengers yeah. that that are forming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, like I said, this is a great idea. I think this is really. Yeah. It's again, it's really great to see whenever they've doubled down on something. Yeah, I like to see them trying to take a risk like this. Yeah. This feels like a very Kevin Feige move, which I appreciate. It, yes, I think that's DC. the other thing I like about it. You're right. This does feel like a Kevin Feige move. I, this, uh, more than the Black Panther comparison, just character-wise, for me, less than Black Panther, this more harkens to like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, sure. You take a character that is like, just nobody knows yeah. what who they who they are, and they're like, you know what? We bet you even though you don't know anything about these characters, and even though typically this title doesn't do well, we're going to bet you you're going to love this. Don't die. (laughs) Like the first phase of the MCU. Iron Man who? Captain America who? Thor? It's all that exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really, the first two phases of the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and the more of that, I want this to work because I want it to prove to them be that is how you want to be more like the MCU is taking risks on better characters and richer characters. Oh, I'm excited about this one. Um, Variety is reporting that Denny Veneuve, hot off of Dune, is set to direct an adaptation of Rendezvous with Rama, with which is an Arthur C. Clarke novel. Do you know anything about the novel uh, Rendezvous with Rama? I don't know anything about Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke is the guy who wrote uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh. This is another set of books. I think it's four total. It's about Hinduism? No. This is probably top five favorite books of mine of all time. Rendezvous with Rama. I've been wanting them to adapt this for a while. Uh, Rendezvous with Rama... Have you seen Dune yet, by the way? No. Okay. You never saw Arrival, did you? No. It looked good. Okay. Have you seen anything of Denny Veneuve's? I don't even know how if you're pronouncing that right. I am. I'm positive I am. He's French. I have been to a Denny's once. Oh, well, then that's the same thing. 
Because his movies are always a grand slam. Oh, that very was, good. Thank you. I'm very proud of that. I'm going to yeah. end the show on that one. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to eat that. Don't worry. She left food on the table and it's her food. Eggnog cupcake. Yeah, she left. Hey, wait, Sarah, do you like eggnog? Have we had this conversation? Fuck, no. What, nobody likes eggnog. I do. Andrew says he likes it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he just thinks he does? He doesn't like eggnog. Nobody likes eggnog. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't like eggnog. Did you know you can make eggnog cupcakes? That's a real thing. Nobody likes eggnog. I have had eggnog and I enjoyed it. I don't no, think I enjoyed had... it enough to make it. No, no, no. You had brandy, and then you had scrambled eggs. That's that's not the same thing. I just, I put a little whiskey in my eggs. <laughs> and you got drunk, and you accidentally spilled nutmeg all yeah. over them. That's what you think. Was it a, oh, Denny, uh, Denny Venuva. Yeah, you so never... So this is a book that has nothing to do with Rama, the Hindu god? Uh, they does t- it instead have to do with the Thai peanut dish, Chicken Rama? Yes, it does. That's exactly what it has to do with. It's ironic, because... the. Because it's Thai food that's sitting oh, over there it? that she didn't finish. Yes, I'm not kidding. What is this actually? So, rendezvous with Rama. They they name it. They name the thing Rama. There's a reason for it, but it does. So it does have a slight Hindu reference to it. But rendezvous with Rama is the story. Uh, it takes place in the future, and they find a large cylinder floating through space. So this is just 2001: A Space Odyssey. Not quite. Wait, it gets better. A large cylinder floating through space, and it and it is on a trajectory to go by Earth, and it's going very close to Earth, and it is not a natural object. It is too smooth, and it is too large. They go, this is clearly some sort of... Kind of like a monolith. Kind of like a monolith. Yeah. It does have some shades of a 2001 Space Odyssey. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, though. But it's massive. It is 31 by 12 mile cylindrical starship. Okay? So what happens is... They go and they and they find that the cylinder is traveling through space and they go, this is clearly some sort of alien made structure. It's massive. It's going to go right by Earth. We can't like communicate with it. Nothing's working. So we're going to go up and see what it is. Right. And as they go up, they actually find a way to get onto it. They go like it's going to go by Earth in such a way that you have like three days. You can land on the cylinder and try and get inside and see what this is, right? And they do it, and then they get inside, and there's like a whole city in there, but it's empty. It's dark. There's nothing in the cylinder. I mean, there's structures, but there's nothing in the cylinder. Nothing alive. Nothing alive is in the cylinder. Nothing organic. Or is there. I see. Yes. And so the whole thing is like, what is this cylinder doing? What is it even for? Why is it going by the earth? And then... Just investigating the cylinder. It's like I said, it is top five, one of my favorite books. I'm psyched about this. And the fact that Denny Venuva, and I'm just going to work my way into saying his name as many times as possible. <laughs> Denny Venuva doing this is great. Even if you've just seen like the trailer for Dune, you can see this guy yeah, yeah. knows how to direct like massive scope. Right. But also not with like cheap CGI. Like it looks all man made. Looks very and, good. Yeah, it looks really good. So I'm excited. Just for the shot of the cylinder opening, I just want to see what he does with that. I wonder if he's going to take... Was it Kubrick who directed 2001? Yes. I wonder if he's going to take some inspiration from that. It, it's possible, definitely. I mean, there's the there's the opening... Not opening scene, but one of the first scenes in 2001. The, one of the most famous ones of, you know, the guy jogging along... The cylinder, the outer rim of the spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's definitely that idea. I mean, this guy is good at taking IP and adapting it, like, again, with Blade Runner or Dune or something like that. And Morgan Freeman has been attached. He's, like, owned the rights to this forever. He was supposed to be the lead in it decades ago. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I would... He might, for all we know, still have a part in this. I don't know if he'd be on the ship. He's a little old now, but... I think just him in it would add a little gravitas to it as well. But I'm psyched about this. I've been waiting years for this. I would make this a reading assignment to you, but it's an actual book. Right. No, that's not going to happen. No, it's definitely not going to happen. I might try to read it at some point. I might, let me rephrase that. I might try to listen to the audiobook at you some should. point. Actually, I, I think you should. I bet there's a Morgan Freeman audiobook. I bet you there is, actually, and that'd be amazing. Uh, the first one was written specifically by Clark. Like it was, it was written, I think, in the 60s, and it's written just by him. 
at like his prime. The other three, I think, were written in the eighties, and it's him and another guy, Gentry Lee. Uh, yeah, the, you mean like sequels? The sequels, yeah. Oh, okay. There was it's like Rendezvous with Rama, and then years Rendezvous path, with Vishnu, and then it's Rama Two, Garden of Rama, and and uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, and Rama Revealed. I think is what it is. But the other three is like, it takes place even farther in the future. And a second one comes out. It's a whole thing. But they, uh, near the end of his life, Clark just teamed up with a bunch of other writers and did that. But they're still good. I still like them. I, I have not read all four of them. I think I got to the fourth one, started and then never got a chance to finish it. I read uh, 2001 and 2010 when I was in middle school. Yeah. I really liked and then those. Because there's two more. There's uh, 2064. Four and three thousand and one. Yeah, I just read the ones that I knew I'd be alive for, so I could be like, "You got it wrong." Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. That's what you should do. <laughs> Nick Offerman. I barely know Herman. I'm not happy with that joke. But Nick <laughs> Offerman has been cast as Bill in HBO's upcoming The Last of Us series. Really? Yeah. Murray Bartlett confirmed this in a video that apparently has been scrubbed from the internet because I can't find it. And I did see it when it first, because I read it when it first happened and I was like, oh, there's a video of this. And I watched it. I just went looking for it again and I can't find it anywhere. But Bartlett confirmed that he will be playing Frank and that he will have a lot of scenes with Nick Offerman. Frank, in the original storyline, is the late partner of the character Bill, so the internet put two and two together. Uh, here's the thing, though. I don't trust any source from a guy named Murray. That's fair. Yeah, thank you. But uh, Con O'Neill was originally cast in the role, but he likely dropped out of the film so that he could uh, be in the upcoming ba- The Batman film, which he is cast in. The series also stars Pedro Pascal as Joel, Bella Ramsey as Ellie, and Gabriel Luna as Tommy. Mm. So Bill is a uh, a smaller role. I know you haven't played the game. Bill no, is a I'm smaller not. role from the game. He's probably not in it more than 30 minutes of gameplay. Okay. He's just a guy who's a friend of Joel who like part of the the main plot is that you're sort of trekking across the US and right. um at one point you get to a point where uh you're in the same town as this old friend of Joel's and he uh, he's this like super paranoid booby trap laying guy who used oh, he'll to play this very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll play this very well. He um, used to have a partner named Frank and you find out that Frank hung himself after he was bitten. Ah, uh, does this guy die? Does Nick Offerman die? I don't uh, I don't think Do you so? kill Bill with it. I didn't mean to do that, but uh, <laughs> I'm fair. saying I, the whole reason they're they're looking for a car. And I think they find one like the bill is going to help them find an engine to put in this car. And eventually they find one and they can drive off, I think, is what happens. That's how far into the apocalypse that we are. That it's not just that you find a car. You have to find an engine in a separate source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It is. The, uh, it just, I mean, it's like 20, 15, 20 years after. It's a weird time when people are like, what do we do with this car? Just take the engine out. And then you, yeah, they just scraps. Yeah. I just, I, in my mind, they just stop the car. They take the engine out. They take it like a mile down the road. They chuck it off a bridge. And they're like, why'd <laughs> well, you do that? One, and they're like, it's the future. That's what you do here. I believe the engine they find is in a, like a, like a school bus. So they want to, they don't want to drive that around. So they take it out and put it in a and truck. put it in an Acura. Yes, that's right. In a <laughs> Nissan Versa. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's exciting, right? That's cool. I'm, yeah. I mean, this this cast is shaping yeah. up well. Real good. I mean, this is a, a title that it's going to get like a. It already has a name value to it, yeah. so I think people are like, "Oh, this is going to be." And that the original writer Neil Druckmann is an executive producer on it as well. Yeah, that he's involved cool. in it, so you yeah. get like you automatically get good word of mouth before it's yeah, even yeah. before cameras even start rolling. Yeah. Unlike another show that we previously mentioned on this episode oh boy Bebo. oh that one i don't know why i did the cough bit i'm not really I happy i don't either. like it's, it i don't no, like when people do that coughing bit. on a mic is never a good idea i mean i've already screwed you so much with everything else i've done i've had a baby on the mic uh, yeah. you know been drinking water there's Eggnog. food sitting over there and it's taking everything in my power not to just grab it and eat it while you're talking well yeah. let's move on then do you have anything else i don't do you have another one i do Disney. How many? How many? Wait, before you do this, how many more do you have? Ten. No, I have okay. one. I have one more. It's just this one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So Disney is making us an offer we can't refuse because Boba Fett actor Ming Na Wen told Entertainment Weekly that the series will be less like a western and more like The Godfather. And I, for one, cannot wait to hear everyone's best Marlon Brando impression. 
You're not expecting me to do one, are you? Can you, please? No, I cannot. Would you? I don't, and I will not. Please? I don't. You got one, though. I know. I can see it. You want to do it, don't you? I mean, a little do bit. Good. No, you're better at it. They're going to make us an offer we can't refuse. Yeah, you do it really well. What yeah. does Boba Fett even say? Uh, he says, ah, that, that's the weird. The best I can do. It sounded like something else. I, don't, I, I can't catch place Han what it Solo. I'm going to find him. That's not bad. That's not bad. And once again, your impressions are much better than people give you credit for. And by that... I mean me. You know what the uh, the trick to a good Marlon Brando impression is? Thick cheeks. <laughs> I was going to be like, I don't know, 30 years of just eating cake. <laughs> uh, you want to really commit to the role, I guess. <laughs> and nothing but eggnog. That's right. <laughs> I, you know what? I like this idea. I like this idea because I think the Mandalorian has already gotten the Western thing down. Mm-hmm. So let's not repeat it. Can I tell you what the actor told Entertainment Weekly? Yes, you can. According to Entertainment Weekly, she said, if the Mandalorian is a planet hopping, gunslinging Western, Wen describes Boba Fett as, quote, more like a take on gangster movies, less the good, the bad and the ugly, more the Godfather. I like this. This is a yeah. great idea. And this is kind of. I know I've said this before as far as the MCU, but I like the idea of, sorry, as we're sitting here recording, my computer just told me that a new episode of the Media Look Freak is on my podcast. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, what the fuck? Because for a second I was like, "Are we? did we just release the episode we're recording? <laughs> like my mind fractured in the time-space continuum. Are we live? I was like, what's going on right now? I expected myself to walk through the front door. It was crazy. <laughs> I like this idea because, and I've, again, I've said this with the MCU, is that one of the things the MCU did, at least did in the first like phase or two that I think they've kind of gotten off of because they don't need to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But they take a genre of movie and it's so it's not just a superhero movie, but it's a genre of movie using a superhero. So it's like a period piece with Captain America. Right. It's a heist movie with like Ant-Man. You know, it's it's whatever. Espionage it's a, with, uh, Winter Soldier. with Winter Soldier, that type of thing. And so the idea of taking the Star Wars franchise, because it's very adaptable to that idea, if you've already done your Western you know, Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt. I know Jabba's not in it, but the fact that he's taking over Jabba's kingdom, it does. It is. It's a gangster movie. That's what they are. They are gangsters. They are the mob. So why not play as it, in the tropes of that genre and put this these characters in there? I think that works best when you take these things, when you take a sci-fi thing and you adapt it to, I mean, that's what good sci-fi is. You know, if, if it's reflecting something else. And so you can, I think now we're at the point you can take a sci-fi genre or you can take a sci-fi property and reflect another genre with it and reflect it back to itself. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, George Lucas had the know-with-all and the forethought to set this in an incredibly ambiguous time and place a long time ago in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. In, yeah. in a way, it makes it so that you can literally do anything with it. Right. Like, it, it doesn't have the same boundaries or ties. It doesn't have the shackles that something like the MCU has, which is sort of science fiction fantasy, but it's on this planet. It's around this time. There are still things that human beings... There are limits that human beings have that whatever these characters, any character you want to make, uh, characters that already exist with the franchise, characters you can create for the franchise, that they don't have those same limits. Yes. And it, it's and kind of going off of that, as rich as the MCU has as far as characters and a stable of characters that they can use, it is a linear timeline. Like you kind of have to follow that. Whereas, again, for All the shit that people give George Lucas, one of the brilliance of what he created is that he came into it not fully formed, but like fully thought out. Like there was a history to this when you came in, like there's a brilliance to the idea of first movie being episode four, not episode one. And you he can go back into the lore of it. It's Tolkien-esque. And so he names enough things that you can pull these obscure characters or these obscure reference and make them into a thing. But it is also open enough that you could go, all right, let's go back 100 years. Let's go ahead a thousand years or let's stay right 
in this one certain period that we've already played around with, but we didn't use this one character. We didn't use this character that they talked about and we can play around with that and we can extrapolate on that and make it into something. But in doing so, you can fit it into a different sort of mold. It's big enough that you can take a little snippet of it and then fold it into some other sort of mold and it fits perfectly. Yeah. So this I think this is a great idea. Yeah. You could even have existing characters go to a new planet or a new section of the galaxy that is representative of a different genre. I mean, you could have a zombie planet if you want to. Yes, you could. You could yeah. have a planet of all axe murderers like you could right. and make it a horror thing. You, like you can literally do anything. Yes. And uh, yeah. And, and, you, and it would still work. You can. Yeah. And then as soon as they leave. You're out of that and you can yeah, do anything. You go somewhere I mean, else. That's the other thing. And I said this with the Mandalorian is that there was a there was a that episode that's kind of a bottle episode of the jailbreak episode. And I was mm-hmm. like, we just watched a Star Wars horror movie right there. That's right. essentially what that was. And it proved that it could work. You could do that with this with this world, with this universe. So I, this just makes me more excited for Boba Fett. I mean, it was already on board, but like the idea that they have a clear vision for what this is going to be. And it's not just like from the world of the Mandalorian. Here's more, which I probably would have been on board for, too, you know, but the idea of like, let's not make it a Western. Let's make it a different thing now. That gets me excited. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's I mean, that's all I have. Is there anything else you had other than my nine other ones that you don't want me to do? I guess that's it. Excellent. So moving on, then let's end the show. Let's. All right. Fine. Fine. Let's then. Yeah. Great. Good. Uh, yeah. I couldn't be happier. I'm thrilled to death. Great. That's all I've ever wanted. Awesome. I'm glad we're finally I agreed. You. I love you too. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Actually, wait. Hold yeah. on. Something just mm-hmm. popped up on my screen. Let me What's see. What's up? Oh. What? Actually. Is it Pornhub? Hey. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? Oh, well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Radio. Ah, I gave it to you. <laughs> I caught it. Uh, I'm not getting my booster shot until tomorrow, so I, I nope. caught it. I caught yep. the earworm. Yeah. iHeartRadio, Pandora. You can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. That's our hosting site if you want to check us out there. If you want to listen a little bit earlier than other places, I think it goes to SoundCloud first, and then it can take like 20, 30, 40 minutes, even like an hour to get to some of the other sites like the like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So if you want to see it... 20 whole minutes? Yeah, I know. If you want to see it right away, it usually goes up on SoundCloud right at 8 in the morning, you know, if you're up that early for some godforsaken reason. Or you can also, I haven't gotten to this one yet, but you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. And if you become a patron of the Let's Get Intimate tier, you can see the entire filmed version of, of episodes for free. Not for free. You have to pay. I don't know why I said that early. <laughs> you can see them early, though. They usually go up like like days ahead of time, like maybe four or five days ahead of time. So you can check that out. You can also go to our Twitter. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can also visit our Facebook. We've got an Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We've got a very funny video up there right now that Chris graciously edited so I didn't have to about James Franco not being asked to be in the Spider-Man movie. But um, but neither of us seen the movie, so boy, neither I hope of us so have accurate. seen it. So uh, I hope it's not accurate because we filmed... An alternate ending, and then we can get two videos up. That's true. So that'd be nice. We can get extra views. Because I'm all about the money, baby. I'm all about the content. I'm all about selling out, being a shill for corporate America. All about the Washingtons, baby. Yeah, I started small. I went to ones. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not on the penny. You can also go to our TikTok. Our handle is at the media lunch break. Putting out some stuff every now and then. Not lately, though. Because I've been uh, I've been busy with mine. <laughs> I just agreed to allow brands to reach out to me for sponsorship. You're a shell of former person I knew. Oh, please. If it's surprising to you that I am selling out immediately given the opportunity, then you have never really known me, Chris. That's true. I'm proud of you, actually. <laughs> also, Chris, you should start doing videos on the Media Lunch Break account because if you get a thousand followers on that, if we can get a thousand, just a thousand, a fraction of what I have on mine. Shut up. <laughs> then we can do live videos with each other mm-hmm. 
and we can we can do live like episodes on TikTok essentially. Right, I'm working on right. No, you're not. No, I don't know why I said I'm working on Everybody, it. Like a- leave a comment wherever you listen to this. Leave a rating. Uh, like, give, leave a review, and in the review, give us five stars and just say, Chris, get off your fucking ass and do some social media. Sick and tired of this. Sick and tired of Andrew doing everything. Carrying you. Editing it. Recording it. Doing the, the Patreon. And now this. The TikTok shit. All the social media. I'm sick of it. Say that in the review. <laughs> So that I can stop saying it to my therapist. You can also send us an email. God, your voice hit an octave I've never heard. <laughs> the, our email is themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing, like I said, and make sure you call Chris out on his bullshit. You can do that on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you listen to uh, to the show. And also, special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for being awesome and for continuing to listen to this as I continue to have a mental breakdown on mic. Great. This always makes the best content is when <laughs> one of us just has a breakdown. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, as always Andrew said it before but uh, we can't stress enough if uh, do us a favor leave a little review you can leave it right in app it really does help us five stars you can tell me to get off my ass in fact honestly if enough people tell me to get off my ass in a review I'll probably start doing it do I'm it. nothing if not a whore <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it there is uh, let's see so this was the news so next week We'll talk about, uh, let's be honest, we're talking about Spider-Man next week. Yeah. Actually, I'll propose something live on air. Live, live on air. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I thinking? We're not on like TikTok. Serious XM. But we were going to do Spider-Man and then the Daredevil reading assignment. Yeah, yeah. But what if we bumped the Daredevil reading assignment to the next time and we do Hawkeye Spider-Man? Oh. Because that'll be done as of this recording, the last episode comes out tomorrow. That's a good idea. And we'll just do Hawkeye Spider-Man. We'll the do Daredevil it. comic is very long as well. I'm about halfway through oh, it. Oh, Jesus. And I haven't even started yeah. it. It's like 450 pages. But I'm more of a reader, so, you know. What are you trying to say exactly, Chris? Uh, you're dumb. Oh. So... <laughs> so... I think we should do Hawkeye and Spider-Man. That's a great idea. you are one stupid jackass. Um, I'm too dumb to do a thing with a book in it. I like it because as soon as you get back to your feet, I just punch you back down again. It's just it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Let's do Hawkeye and Spider-Man as a twofer because then it's less wa- it's more watchy-watchy and less reedy-reedy for you. <laughs> You're not good with the wordsies. You know what I mean? I do. You know? I do know what you mean. You've got like 24 out of 26 letters down, Pat. But it's, there's a couple in there that you just kind of like, you, it, you stumble. It's, you know what it is? It's the punctuation. It's very hard for me. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough one. Yeah. I get it. So, so this got really harsh at, at the very end. But as always, leave a review. Uh, if you want to get me off my ass, leave some sort of review telling me to get off my ass. And eventually I probably will. Or I'll, well, here's what will happen. Either I'll get indignant about it and absolutely refuse to do it after that. Or I'll get indignant about it. And then just to show you fuckers up, I'll re- do it like twice as much as I ever should. <laughs> Uh, one of those two things will happen, but either way, God, I'm going to get real indignant. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, as soon as I get any sort of fan base, my first instinct is to get pissed at this them. Just shut it for down. becoming a fan yeah. of mine. It's the same. It's a very unique self hatred yeah. that I have. Yeah. Of like, how dare you be a fan of mine, you stupid asshole? Well, you know that old Groucho Marx quote: "I'd never belong, belong to any to club, club that would accept me, that as, would a have me as a member." That was my yearbook quote. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'd know that if I could read. <laughs> Listen, I know that you've been very harsh to me, and uh, you know what I'm going to do. I've been—it's made me really upset, and I'm going to. After this is over, I'm going to go and I'm going to cry to my fifteen thousand TikTok followers. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Uh, that one's going to keep me up tonight. Okay. <laughs> Uh, In like a sexy way? I mean, I guess. I do get pretty angry when I <laughs> get sexy. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah, really. Six yeah. inches of one, half, <laughs> half mass of the of other. Of the other, yeah. I'm just going to sit here in the dark, just stewing and slowly drinking my eggnog. And I'm going to be slowly eating my eggnog cupcake. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, that's it. That's see, that's how easy it is. There wasn't a show here, and believe it or not, this constitutes as a show. Fucking so there somehow. it is. I don't know how, but you know what? There wasn't anything here before, and now there's at least a little something here. That's how easy it is. Whether it's productive or an immense monstrosity, I, it's still here. And there's no, there's no discounting one thing about this. It's here, and you should go out and go do something you now. Better listen to it now before I drag it out in the back and shoot it in the head. Oh. Oh, I thought this was... I thought when, by the time they get to it, that's what's already happened. <laughs> I didn't know this was the good, the good portion we, we of We both it. have just been repeatedly shooting this show in the head yes. for the past hour. For the past five years. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so go out and do something. Go out and make something now. We made something. That's how easy it is. I love that you always say go out and do something like we did. <laughs> because we like, sat in our living room? Yeah, I'm in my basement. And chances are they're out there already while they're that's listening true. to this. They, this is a podcast they're probably doing something more productive yeah while listening to the podcast than we did making the podcast that's true wow what a what a real jackass i am <laughs> but i stand by it anyway i love that you spent 10 minutes making fun of my illiteracy yep but what makes you a jackass is telling people to go outside when they're probably already outside <laughs> yep that's that that's it that's it i'm a real dick <laughs> so <laughs> I legit can't remember how I end the show every time. <laughs> Did I forget something? I feel like I said everything. Did I forget something? Is Leave this us a usual? bad review, but with five no, stars. No, but I'm doing it the other. I'm switching over to this All thing right, now. Do either of those. Okay. Oh, I finally watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 to prepare for. Uh, it's the only Spider-Man movie I've never seen. Oh, okay. okay. And so yeah, I figured yeah, yeah. I'd watch it since there is at least one confirmed character from that film in the there movie. There you go. And you know what I realized watching that? What's that? Peter Parker's dad's name is Dick Parker. It's Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> I just Park. heard it. They even make the like Flash Thompson in the new ones makes the joke in the in Spider-Man Homecoming. He calls him Penis Parker. His dad's name is Dick, Dick Parker. That's true. That's true. I didn't even realize it. That's pretty good. You, I mean, you're stuck on this now. This is one of those no things that you just No wonder he fucking died. He probably killed himself. I would with that name. Wow. That got real. I like it. I like it a lot. Or go by your middle name or something. I have a friend. I won't say who it is because. Uh, it's me. <laughs> no, I said I have a friend. Oh, <laughs> Sick burn. Oh, I'm sorry. Do friends make fun of each other's reading abilities? Do you, you have, I'm going to get so much better you're, at reading you're much, just to leave you're you in the dust. You're a better reader than I am. Come on. You read Shakespeare. That's probably not true. That's probably true. Honest talk. I have someone read it to me so I can memorize it. Like Ray Charles <laughs> in his movies. Anyway. Thought, no, the way that, that structure. Someone sentence, like Ray Charles reads it to me because <laughs> he's a better reader than me. <laughs> What the fuck was I talking about? I don't care. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I have a friend. Okay. I won't say who it is, but her dad, so I don't want to say his last name, but his name is Richard, and I found out recently that the, the friend of mine, she was like, oh, yeah, that's actually his middle name, and I was like, oh, what's his, uh, what's his first name? And she said his first name's Harry, and I was like, his name is Harry Dick. <laughs> Your dad's name is Harry Dick. She was like, we're no longer friends. <laughs> I just was amazed. Yeah. How I did know. that happen? It was a different time, Andrew. It was a different time. I thought for a long time about naming my son Ben, so his name would be Ben Dunn. That would have been pretty good. Yeah. That would have been good. You should have done that, actually. Yeah. I could also have named him Stick a Fork in Me, I'm. That's a little long. That's a, I like the ones that are like... It sounds like a real name until you say it like pretty fast, and then what you're about like, "Gitter." I like it, but probably copyright issues. No, I'm pretty sure. Nah, you could get around it. Larry the yeah. Cable Guy. Nah, you so. could get around it. That's fine. All right, but I, I mean, it's pretty good. But at the same time, I'm like, that doesn't strike me as a. You don't strike me as a Larry the Cable Guy guy. So look at me. I mean, you look like him. I'm just saying, like, oh, you okay. Know. Although you're reading... Li- no. <laughs> what about it, Chris? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing at all. What about nothing it? Nothing at all. Nothing. No, nothing at all. 
That's but you know what? Listen, don't challenge me on this because otherwise, for reading the assignments, I'm going to start sending you real books. Please don't. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. That's it. This was fun. This was fun. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. Time I be fucking off or whatever that thing is we say.